Welcome to the second episode. My name is Himnish Kowal, and I welcome you all to the Everyday Consultants Podcast Show, where we're going to talk about the uncertain trajectory it takes for stepping into the shoes of a consultant's mind, from adapting to constantly learning through research and developing their theories, objectives, and opinions for advising businesses, from the area of expertise to communicate the fine line between an SME and polymath. Thanks for taking the time to join me, and let's tune into today's episode, learning more about the who, what, and why do consultants even exist in today's constantly evolving industry. When it comes to the learning curves of what does the consultant really need to know to be successful in the consulting industry, there are five key areas, first one being the communication skills. I cannot emphasize that anymore less or at any extent because the way you communicate to the client to the way you try to propose a business objective or a plan anything that's what's going to get you from step one or plan a to the final step or plan infinity because every word of detail you say whether you're writing that down or you're communicating in meetings that have stakeholders on them you need to know what you're saying that's relevant enough to help and solve the current situation of that client. And then when it, in terms of adaptability, adaptability, you need to know how to adapt, how to adapt to a certain scenario when it comes to, you know, a new technology coming to tech into place, you know, having to put in the client's data and how to make it so the current generation knows how to work with those types of tools at hand. Initiative is mostly, you know, you taking initiative on yourself and figuring out the pieces of, okay, this is, this is where I think I see the direction of this project going from hearing out the client's vision. And I think this might be the best route for our consulting company that the one you work for should take at this point of action. Common sense, making sure that you're not asking redundant questions which don't make a whole lot of sense in terms of sticking to the plan of proposition without going outside the lines of that system. You know, like kind of using the logical sense where, okay, this, you know, this is constant, this is a variable. And, you know, mapping out that equation by yourself at that point and having the bigger picture sort of thinking where, you know, asking questions, you know, kind of giving ideas to propose so that people can be like, oh, I never thought about that. We can probably take a look at uh, putting time to that, investing in that, depending on that, if that might be a, anywhere from a power, simple PowerPoint deck to like an actual feature that they need to integrate in the company's portal system. And just being curious of the digital trends that's in the market. You know, there's there's always something new coming in the artificial intelligence market, something in the data analytics market, and many of the other technological sectors. And just having suggestions on how to use these new technologies in our day-to-day jobs can help give yourself an edge at any sort of meeting with a mentor or uh, your manager or even you know the team that you're working with so 
those are kind of the five areas, maybe six, I think I mentioned, that is what makes the who part of a consultant and like kind of what they have to adapt, you know, hone into. A better way of analyzing this process is for considering the purposes that it helps to come up with those goals for influencing and engagement success. So like for helping the clients succeed even further, there are eight constitutional principles that come in handy in terms of the hierarchy of the consulting purposes. And it starts out with the five established objectives that every consultant should probably know about. First one being providing the needing providing the needed intelligence for thriving the environment of a consulting company, such as you know, Accenture, the one that I, the one that I work for, Deloitte, McKinsey Company, Boston Consulting Group, Bain Company, and many of the others. Second, providing a quick fix to the given difficulty of the situation that is at hand for solving by putting the engineer's hat when constructing a Lego set from scratch. So this means, you know, finding quick, easy solution, quick, easy solutions at the moment, you know, just like how if anyone who's played Fortnite, you can, whenever you have to build something, it just automatically builds it, whether that's a staircase or anywhere that the player has to walk towards. So kind of having that quick mindset that, okay, wait, where we have a meeting in 15 minutes, you know, we should probably do this before we kind of pitch it to the, to the stakeholders. Three, conducting an analysis that can turn into defining the complication once again. Four, providing an endorsement of the proposal. So kind of like a recommendations, if you look at it that way. And it's five, assisting for the term implementation. So kind of just implementing anything and everything that you can, you know. One is, one side is getting the work done. And then the other thing is, thinking of other ways that you can help make the project better so that the client's relationship with that consulting company extends even further. And then here are some of the supplementary goals that you should look into adding if you have any time remaining on, on your hands. One of them being build a general agreement and its obligations where, you know, kind of having from the sense of a consensus and commitment sort of impact. Two being facilitating client education to learn and having the knowledge of gaining insightful information to just keep them updated with industry news, with industry trends. And three, Improving the organizational efficiency of success in overall terms. This one has to do a lot with the organizational effectiveness to kind of make them more reliable, fast, and effective to kind of getting the, to kind of doing the work at, a, at an agile pace. So I know we kind of ran out of time over here because it's kind of uh, the format of this show is kind of to keep it short and simple. So we're going to, so I get, we'll go into more detail with part two of this episode in the next episode. 
And uh, until then, stay tuned for the Everyday Consultants Podcast Show. Thank you. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and also leave a review how much you enjoyed listening to Everyday Consultants. While you're at it, be sure to provide any feedback you might have on my LinkedIn post in the comments below. If you know of a friend who's curious about learning quick bites of information regarding the life of a consultant, then be sure to recommend my show to them or anyone that you think might benefit from listening to it. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on LinkedIn, Reddit, and Twitter by searching my name on the platform. If you're interested in looking at some of my other professional content that is currently in the works, then in that case, you can take a look at my Linktree portfolio that can be found below in the description or show notes of this episode. Don't forget to tune in into listening to all episodes of Everyday Consultants. And wherever you're able to find your local podcast, until next time, stay abroad, be curious, and be passionate about listening to a conversation when knowledgeable advice gets provided about the world of consulting, about a consultant, in our next episode.